this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Detroit, Dark Tower, or is it The Dark Tower? The Dark the Tower. The Dark Tower, Atomic Blonde, and Siesta Key. <laughs> with me as always is my amazing co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? How you doing? Great. How's your week been? Stupid. Anything exciting happen? Uh, no. The we worst... were supposed to be at Justin Bieber today. I was just about to say the worst part is we were supposed to see Justin Bieber on this day. We probably still would have been in the concert. Listen, to, is it too late now to right. say sorry? I'm upset. I saw Lionel Richie with your mother. That's true. And Mariah Carey. She was brief. She sounded okay. She didn't move. She didn't have the screens on. Naturally. And we were not in the front row. So, I mean, she was just like a ball of glitter. I mean, you could barely see her. Lionel Richie was amazing, though. And it's the most people I've ever seen at the Hollywood Bowl. That's insane. It was like sold out, sold out. Amazing. It was wild. I mean, he... I You forget how many times... How many... People like how many songs people like that have until you're at their concert. Totally. And then you're like, same thing with Garth Brooks. You're sitting there and you're like, every single song or songs I've heard. Mm-hmm. It's wild, just absolutely wild. But yeah, that was a really good time. What a dream come true. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about this week is Detroit. Detroit is a movie by. Is <laughs> a movie by uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow, who did Zero Dark Thirty. No one cares. And. What was the other one? Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. And it's about... And that terrible movie from like the early 2000s. What was that? It was a scary movie, remember? Uh Uh-uh. Yes, you do. As soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, Darkness Falls? No, I wish. I loved it. Is that the one with the teeth? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's about the Detroit riots in the 60s. In Detroit. It stars a lot of famous people sprinkled in. Adrian, we both Near saw Dark. What that is? It's like a... It was terrible? It's like a vampire movie. So how did she go from that to The Hurt Locker? Well, the movie she did before The Hurt Locker was... K-19, The Widowmaker. With Har- <laughs> like about the police dog? Harrison Ford. And Liam Neeson. Oh, no. No, not about a police dog. Oh. It's the submarine. Oh. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what the but who she had to talk to. But it worked out. Wait, oh, wasn't yeah. she married to James Cameron? Yeah. So anyway, we Adrian and I saw it separately today, but we both saw it. Mm-hmm. Or you saw a portion of it. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. What did you not like about it? Um... From the first frame I saw to the last. I We left early. We walked out. And I'm telling you, the only movie I've ever walked out of is Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. And it was shocking because Gary Oldman was talking after. And we didn't even wait to see him. Now that's crazy. <laughs> that movie was loves, weird. I hated it. Yeah, I couldn't really get into it. Um, I just, I didn't like it. I thought it was so messy. It was very messy. First of all, true story things like that, movies like that, they are, it borders like not being a movie almost. 
Exactly. And this definitely was one of those things where it was like almost like a reenactment. It, literally exactly what I was just about to say. And what I didn't love about it was that it folk is that it and you didn't stay till the end so like but like they started on such a wide scope and they zoomed in on like a very specific yeah. event but they never zoomed back out. Interesting. It needed first of all movies like that do not need to be two hour two and a half hours. Literally what Patrick said. But I I didn't hate it. I just didn't. I mean, I knew going into it was not going to be my favorite movie of all time. She's never been for me, to be honest. You see, I love Zero Dark Thirty. I know. Loved Hurt Locker. I thought the Hurt Locker was fine. I thought Zero Dark Thirty was okay. The thing was not for me. I mean, me either. But the thing that, if I had to pick something redeeming about it, would have been the idea of them like cutting historical images and footage into it but then like you said it does feel like a reenactment a little bit yeah it would just also i I don't need to hear will poulter like pretend to be racist for three hours long oh yeah for sure but i uh, think he would have been a good it oh yeah he got the eyebrows yeah um but he was fine the other i mean what's his face from star wars john boyega i thought he was okay anything comes oscar wise from this movie it'll be him I think so, probably. That's who I imagine they'll push. He was pretty good. I hated that... Does Smyre Wiley come back into it? No. Like what? I know. I hated Anthony Mackie in it. Oh, I liked him in it. Mm-mm. I hated the guy from... Uh, whatchamacallit? The one who this, this... starts shooting. Who like starts the whole thing at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Isn't that he? Isn't he Easy from something? E from Straight Outta Compton. Hated him. It just it was in it. I don't know. I think it's something that people like. If you want to go see that kind of movie, you should go see it. If you don't, don't. But at the base level, was it made well? No, no. That's why I don't think is worth going to see. But again, I, I don't know. She ain't for me. Yeah, I don't know which... Mm, I don't know. I loved her and I hated it, so... Yeah. I don't know what that says about her. Or about me. Also, again, there are so many other factors that could have gone into it. Every single seat was full in this stupid little theater we were in. Mm-hmm. So Patrick and I were sitting on folding chairs. And the air wasn't on. So oh, it's yeah, like no. it's just like the perfect disaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting. I, we both discussed this. It was... I mean, there was not a black person in the entire theater. Yeah, for us, too. I thought too. that was strange. For us, too. Maybe, like, one or two, and that was it. It was... I, I thought that was very odd. But were there a lot of people in your theater? Yeah, it was pretty... It was, like, 50% full. For a Sunday afternoon, that's a lot to me. Also, isn't that theater where, you know, when you go in the Grove Theater, and it's, like, straight. That one that's, like... On this side, on the right-hand side, that's like you just go straight into it. Like when you turn the corner now, they have that big screen wall, and there's this like weird phone booth like little things, and there's that theater right there. Oh yeah, I don't know if I've ever been in that one. I was like, oh hey, I know what you're talking about. Um, so anyway, it eh, eh, it was okay. Also, I was like ready to go. The la- they do she like drug that out to a point. At the end, I was like, enough. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Like yeah. the That's Motown exactly storyline, I just thought really cluttered it in a bad way. But if it's a true, I mean, it's a true story. So like they, I get it that that was a piece of it, but it just made it too, right. But you also have the liberty of like editing it down. That was this the place where she took a lot of cinematic liberties, and yeah. I didn't enjoy that plot line. 
Well, you know, a lot of it could also do with the woman that runs Annapurna Pictures. True. Megan Ellison, because she almost always gives her director, like, free rent, like, you can do whatever you want. Right. And she has, like, $3 billion in the bank. Her dad, like, invented the computer. <laughs> Gary. And her brother that? started Skydance Pictures. No way. So they're just rich. So they just sit around Thanksgiving and giggle. And make money, exactly. There are some interesting articles about her, because people say she is cold. And, like, just makes movies to say she makes movies. I want to know her. Well, she makes great movies. Not this. <laughs> not this. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is Dark Tower. The Dark Tower, starring Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. I didn't see it. I opted out. It's pro- for the best. First of all, the only redeeming thing was it was 90 minutes. Right. Even that was too long. Detroit was fine. On a scale of A to F, I would give it like a C. This F. was an F. D- dark, the Dark Tower is easily the worst movie I've seen the entire year. Absolutely so bad. Matthew McConaughey was so, so terrible. Is it sci-fi? It w- That's what I would put it as. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's sort of like a fantasy. fantasy. But it's definitely aimed towards younger people. Or really? this version of it is aimed towards younger people. That's bizarre. But it's not advertised that way. But it's like a little, about a little kid. It doesn't get too heavy. It, they don't really explain anything that's going on, so it sort of just dances on this story that you don't really care about or understand. Matthew McConaughey is a bad guy. Matthew McConaughey is a bad guy. Idris Elba is the good guy. He's a gunslinger, meaning he can shoot really well. Like in Wanted? Yeah, exactly. Okay, do you want to talk about Wanted for a second? They uh, solved <laughs> the crime. They knew their next mission through a loom. It would weave a mission for I them. I loved it. That is the worst twist in a plot in a plot of all time. I loved it. I did too. Um, weren't they making a sequel to that for a while? Oh yeah, but I don't know if that's happened no more. So, anyway, it was just bad. Matthew McConaughey and the commercial, I thought, oh, he's, this looks terrible, but I thought he must obviously have a good moment because he hasn't been, he's been pretty consistent recently with making good movies mm-hmm. or better movies. Mm-hmm. Oh no. It was just... I was lost when he was, like, tossing fire with his yeah, hands. Yeah, it reminded me... He reminded me of, like, going to see, like, a high school play where somebody's like, I'm gonna be the bad guy. And the way they sort of speak the lines in this, like, low, monotone voice. Is like, Idris Elba British in that movie? I don't remember. <laughs> and he is so weird to me because in my head he's, like, this amazing actor. But then I remember a year ago he was in No Good Deed. Like, he ain't exact. He's doing it for the paycheck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of trajectory he's on. No. Also, that Mandela movie I really did not like. Remember, he was also in Beast of No Nation. Oh, and I didn't see that. Me either. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is Atomic Blonde. Best movie of the year. No. No. <laughs> but it's good. Atomic Blonde stars Charlie Saren, James McAvoy, and the guy who's about to be it. And the the girl from The Mummy. Oh, and the girl from The Mummy. Um, It's about this woman who is basically like a Mission Impossible movie. Or like a James Bond movie. They compare it to like John Wick, which I've never seen. (laughs) That's like comparing it to just Those movies apparently are good. Yeah, they make a lot of money. Isn't it weird that he's like really famous around the world, but not at all here? Yeah. I'd love to know what his day is like. I don't know. He's rich. I bet he eats good. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's about it's about a woman who has this. It's like a spy. 
she is in in Berlin, like when the Berlin <laughs> Wall is about to come down. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's all aesthetic. The whole movie is like the style. It's very styled. It's the music is like very stylized. It's but it, anyway, it was fantastic. <laughs> I'm not good at describing anything. It was so fun. Like if you just want to see someone get kicked in the ass yeah. and her beat someone up it's perfect and I don't necessarily love action movies me either it reminded me of a Mission Impossible cause it had just enough funny but a lot of serious but everything moves that's what I liked about it it was a little long though it was long I don't find Mission Impossible funny those are really funny I don't remember laughing Simon Pegg oh yeah I guess like James McAvoy in this, he was like a comedic relief. The funniest part was when Leah Sadu got kicked out of that tall ass building. Who's that? The French girl in the fourth one. Remember? Oh yeah, I loved that part. Remember Paula Patton kicked her out. Yes, That's Paula it. Patton. What's she doing? She good and precious though. I love you, precious. I love that movie. Um. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Perfect summer fun action movie. P.S. I saw Dunkirk again four times <laughs> IMAX is the way to go end of story you should write a blog how to see Dunkirk how to I've seen it every way here's how it was so good I wish I t- this wasn't an IMAX though right what Atomic Blonde I don't think so it was I mean that theater we went to was great they were at, what's the oh the Kingsmen that's gonna be an IMAX why would you ever go see that in IMAX yeah I don't know we we saw that stupid trailer again with Ryan Reynolds and uh, I, they advertised that today before <laughs> they did you too yes yes what that doesn't need to be before Detroit that and uh, shoot I can't remember the other one I'll think of it I can't think of it <laughs> <laughs> um, finally we're gonna talk about Siesta Key is it Siesta Key or Siesta Keys Key. Okay, Siesta Key is made by the producers of Laguna Beach in the Hills, and it's basically a 2017 version of Laguna Beach in the Hills. It takes place in Siesta Key, Florida, and it's about a bunch of rich people. White. Right, exactly. (laughs) White, rich people with one, I think, black guy named Brandon. I don't don't know why I remember that. I don't remember anybody else's name. Um... Anyway, Chloe. I, I was oh yeah, Chloe, the big girl, and by big I mean she weighs like 145 pounds, <laughs> huge. Um, I was thrilled at the commercial of it. First of all, that Carly Rae Jepsen song makes my toes tap. Oh yeah, well now I wonder if she wrote that for that show. Is that what that was? Because it wasn't that a soundtrack song. She was like, it's not an album. It's just for this. We need right. Wikipedia. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I was really excited for it because I'm obsessed with the hills, obsessed with Laguna Beach, and I, so I was anxious to see it. I was like slightly let down, but also slightly don't care. It's okay. Here's the thing: like that type of TV is obviously like mindless TV. Yeah, but like at Laguna Beach and the hills was like actually interesting and like was worth investing into. Yeah, this is like background noise. Yeah, for sure. It's like I'm not. I don't care about any of these people. 50, here's the and problem. nobody talks like that. 50% of it was slow motion shots of them moving around. That's what we said. Look right in our little 4K TV. Yeah. I, di- I just didn't get... Like, they used that trick about 10 too many times. Right. 
I here's it was the first episode, so I will obviously I'm first time I watch every episode. I'm already committed before mm-hmm. I even watch it, but it was the first episode, so I'm hoping it gets better, and they like bring make it more interesting. They did end it in a way that made you want to oh definitely figure out what happened. The girl gets busted in the nose, and it looks like they're all gonna hook up with each other. <laughs> if that doesn't sign me up, what does? <laughs> Did it do well? Well, no, because it, it was... It did not do well. Also, just controversy-wise. Exactly. But I don't, did they show that in the first episode? What? Remember they said there was, like, a shark getting pulled by a boat? No, that got leaked online. I think that was, like, somebody's, like, a home video got leaked online. Oh, interesting. It was, like, his friend did it. It wasn't even him. Who cares? Is that bad? Oh, yeah, that's bad. I didn't even hear... What did he do? He drug a shark? They were, like, they caught a shark and were dragging it behind their boat. That's not good. Like, that's, while it was still alive? Yeah. It's like animal cruelty. Were they going to keep it? No, I don't think so. But still, like, it's injured now, probably, and dead. Oh, that poor shark. Have you ever watched a Sharknado movie? Mm-mm. Yeah. They were just, I was just reading somehow the lead person in that movie got paid more than Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. Oh, that's just going to be the thing of the next decade is how little she got paid. We're all whining over some woman who got millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I don't feel bad for her 1%. Just like when Jennifer Lawrence said she got paid less than other people for American Hustle, which she's in for five minutes. (laughs) That's right. And got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yeah, it really hurt her. Don't make me roll my eyes. I could end the podcast here. Uh, our question of the week comes from Ben. He says, "What fashion trend do we wish would die?" I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. If, if we're talking about women, chokers. They people don't wear those anymore. Yes, girls or yeah, women. Men, uh, women. I've never seen. I've seen like a girl wear a choker. Yeah. <laughs> Choker, any, I don't care who you are. It's not cute. It's never cute. Boys, those long t-shirts. They go down to your, like, knees. Yeah, I know those. That look just looks foolish. Here's a word I wish would die. And Siesta Keys really killed it. Lit. <laughs> Everything is not lit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get lit. We got lit. First of all. You're gonna go get lit. <laughs> Everybody, let's go get lit. It's not L-E-E-T. Lit. This party's about to be lit. 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 This party's gonna be lit. And they said that 5,000 times. I can't think of a single thing that I think should end. I don't know. I Everything I wear, I'm perfectly happy with. There's nobody in like my immediate circle that I think wears terrible things. Um, I guess like Crocs, unless you're like a nurse or something. You should never be wearing those in public. I've always wanted to try them on. You you can eat them. You can boil them and eat them. Huh? It's like made of like cellulose or something. I don't remember. I read it. I don't have to Google that. Thank you so much for your question, Ben. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. That's a good question, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Your song of the week. Um, it's a slow one, kind of. I played it for you. I did like it. Weight in gold. I think the guy's name is Ology. O l o g y. Cry 
is called show me by john splithoff that shouldn't be you shouldn't be a singer if that's your name s-p-l-i-t-h-o-f-f splithoff splithoff i think Life of Kylie. I was just about to say the same thing. Is it recorded? I may have to stay up and watch a little bit of it. I love her. Her and Kim Kardashian are the only two people I have on my Snapchat that are famous. I have a lot. I have freaking Joe Jonas. Sometimes I add people, I don't even know how, like what dream I'm in that I'm doing it. No. Like that thing when it said I was interested in going to see Bruno Mars World Tour on Facebook. I did not click that. Someone did. But like, why would that be the thing? Uh, this and finally, I just had a stroke. Oh my! And finally, your goober of the week. Breaking tonight, Chris Pratt. <gasps> now that makes me sad. Did they say why yet? Nope. I just think like you're. I don't know. It always happens when people get famous and they start out not famous. Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton, them. I can't think of another example, <laughs> but that's enough. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston and Bre- they were both A-list celebrities. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's just like that's just stupid to me. And they did just they they said they're legally separating, so I don't know what that means. That's like when on your way to divorce. Bye. 
sucks to suck, but that is sad. That's my goober. That they were like one of the ones. Totally like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. Oh yeah, now that makes me really sad. I was like, just make it work. Just get better. (laughs) Uh, My group of the week is Rosario on Will and Grace. She's not the maid, the Hispanic lady. I've never seen it. You've never seen a single episode? Mm, Maybe once with that guy, Beverly Leslie. (laughs) Remember we saw him on the street? We're like, hey! He was like... (laughs) Outside the Writers Guild. Um, She's not returning. And this is the problem. And I... You was she a big enough part of the show? Yeah, she's in the entire series. That's crazy. Is that if you can't make it exactly how it was, you don't need to do it. Her not doing it, I guess, isn't a big enough thing it for them not, not to do it. It's not make or break it, right. But it just is bizarre. I'm thinking they'll probably kill her off. <laughs> they said they address it in some way. Maybe she'll be on season two. I'm hoping she just pops up for like two seconds. She says she's retired. She's 80 years old, this poor woman. Yeah, I wouldn't want to work either. I would. You worked for like five minutes. She had like two lines in the whole episode and she was hilarious. I love Will and Grace. I cannot wait. That's crazy they got picked up for a second season. It hasn't even come on yet. What if nobody watches it? <laughs> they will. <laughs> it's like that's what happened to Glee, remember? They renewed them for two seasons and then halfway through they were like, oh wait, we're only giving you four more episodes. Also, Roseanne, mm-hmm. they killed John Goodman at the end of the series. Mm. Spoiler alert. If you ain't watched it, sorry. And they just said today they're ignoring that. Just like Will and Grace, they're ignoring the finale. It's like, okay. (laughs) Enough. He's coming back to do the whole thing? John Goodman is. It's going to be on ABC? Yeah, and What's-His-Face from Big Bang Theory. Galecki? Is doing both. And Sarah Gilbert. Is that her name? Yeah, Sarah Gilbert. From The Talk? Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait for Roseanne to come back. I've never seen that show. For you real. would absolutely hate it. <laughs> um, anyway, that's our podcast <laughs> for this week. If you have a question for us, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. You can watch our videos on youtube.com slash C slash curry Terrell. On Instagram, you can follow us at, at curry Terrell or at Adrian J. Gomez. On Twitter, you can follow us at curry Terrell and at yo Adrian J. Gomez. And you can uh, like us or follow us, whatever it is, on (laughs) Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Thank you so much for listening. Wait, what did you think of Aaron Carter? Who's Aaron Carter? (laughs) The guy that sings? What about him? He came out. As like bi? Yeah. First of all, you know I've watched him on Periscope a million times. Didn't he just do drugs? This is all ploy for him to like get back in good graces because he was smoking weed. I mean, who cares? Remember he said, I have fillers. <laughs> you remember on that show when him and his brother were fighting, like fist fighting in the room? And his brother reached out to him via Twitter. What was that show called? I don't know. That was good. But yeah, he came out. Who cares? I don't know. His song is pretty good, though. Have you heard it? Mm-hmm. His new one? It sounds like a Justin Bieber song. I mean, he sounds just like him. It's like the same kind of dancey mess. That's not a good thing. God bless you, Aaron Carter. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.